To become more aware of anything is to become more mindful, whether this is awareness of surroundings, of others, or of oneself. This mental state can help you be more present, more in tune, more creative, and more receptive. With this podcast, I hope to help you fine-tune your awareness, help you find positivity in your struggles, and give power to your mindfulness. This is Mindful Guidance. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mindful Guidance. My name is Michelle, and I'm so thankful for those who are listening. Today, I want to talk about communication. Now, there is a lot involved when it comes to communication, and yet somehow people think communication is just talking, texting, or emailing someone. To be fair, the actual definition of communication is pretty much just that. It's the exchanging of information. But when it comes to humans, it is so much more than that. The tone of someone's voice, a delivery of a sentence, the way a person's body moves, understanding a background of a story, putting a phrase into context, and feeling someone's energy shift is all part of communication. I was thinking of what part of communication I wanted to touch on for this, but then I realized that I can keep this episode pretty broad for now and maybe narrow down other topics at a later time. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because I truly think there is no dissolution in the world, only miscommunication. And right now, I feel there is a lot of miscommunication happening in the world. I believe that so much can be resolved, understood, and co-created if we are able to communicate with others in a civil and respectful way, to understand that we all learn and communicate differently. I used to bartend, and in the bar world, there is an unwritten rule that there are two things you don't talk about in the bar, (laughs) politics and religion. Reason being that when alcohol is involved, it's best to keep these two things under wraps as they can become pretty heated conversations because people can be pretty set in their ways when it comes to these two topics. I, for one, always welcomed it in the places I worked, as long as the conversation stayed respectful, obviously. I enjoy having conversations about things that make others uncomfortable, and I enjoy listening to others who can have these conversations civilly. Reason being, I often found that a lot of people, after having these uncomfortable conversations, were actually on the same page with each other more than they realized. They just came from different backgrounds, educations, and understandings of the world around them. Now, this doesn't go that smooth for all people, (laughs) but if people learn that they can actually get past uncomfortable moments, there can be some resolution there and possibly even a friendship. We have been living in this quote-unquote cancel culture the last few years, and you can see and feel the hurt and frustration in so much of society because of it. I personally don't believe in cancel culture. I don't think it's right to simply shut a person out or down without open, long-term, and civil communication to see if there is a resolution. So much of this culture is based on hearsay from others and even from false information being passed around. We have to be careful with this as it begins to isolate people or create groups full of hate that may not have been created if people had come together to work things out in a civil way. We have learned over the years that having a voice is such an important part of the human condition. 
Being seen and heard can bring so much love and understanding to someone. And that feeling can really fill voids that have come from abandonment, abuse, or lack of of love or loss of love. The way we communicate with someone can make or break their day. Hell, it can make or break their existence. And again, this is not just in the information that we exchange. This is body language, energy shifts, boundaries that are crossed, and emotional hiccups. These things can lead to miscommunication that can have long-term repercussions. When it comes to boundaries that are crossed, I have a scenario that I want to break down so that you can really understand how communication can be tricky and how much it can unknowingly and innocently affect a relationship. Say you have two friends. One friend is a little more reserved or introverted than the other, and it's her birthday. She tells her friend that she doesn't want much for her birthday this year and really just wants to hang out by herself or just with the friend. The friend makes an assumption that her friend is just in a lull and really needs to be around people. So she decides she's going to surprise her with a party instead. This is tricky. First of all, you have to really know your friend to make an assumption like this because this can be an issue. This person is creating an honest boundary by asking for a quiet birthday this year. Instead of making assumptions, the communication process needs to take over and the friend needs to ask why to make sure everything's okay and if the friend is sure this is what she wants because she really wants to respect her birthday wishes. Overstepping this boundary, even though it is coming from a fun-loving place, can create communication issues with the more reserved friend, not to mention some people-pleasing behavior. The friend shows up to her surprise party, and even if she's genuinely happy to see people, there's a chance she's going to have to put on a people-pleasing front because she wasn't expecting the party and really wanted a quiet night to herself for whatever reason. This happens often to people with anxiety and depression. This is why those with people-pleasing behavior often suffer from these disorders. Although coming from a very loving place, this friend didn't communicate and didn't respect her boundaries, and in turn, The other friend, not wanting to be rude because she knows it comes from a meaningful place, is now feeling the need to people please, push away her feelings of already wanting to be alone, and also pretend to be happy with the situation when she's not. Because let's be honest, who's going to come off more rude? The person being nice and throwing the party or the person that wanted to be alone? This is when it is so important to be an honest communicator. There are so many people out there who will say they don't want anything for their birthdays or holidays, but as it gets closer, their feelings change, but they don't say anything to the other person. First and foremost, it's okay. You're allowed to change your feelings. A lot of us have up and down emotional days, and one day we can feel like we don't want anything or to be around people, and then later down the line, this can change. (laughs) These are those emotional hiccups I mentioned earlier. But we need to inform people honestly when those feelings change so that they know. The whole mind reading thing is so emotionally outdated to me. Speak up if your feelings change because when it gets to your birthday, the other person is in kind of a crappy place. They either respect what you told them and get you nothing, but now you're bummed by your own expectations of hoping they would get you something, or they got you something anyway and you were happy, but they had to technically overstep the boundary you originally placed And now it's a weird game you guys are stuck playing. 
Because heaven forbid, one year you really don't want anything and they get you something because that's what you've done in the past, but now it's showing some kind of disrespect because they didn't listen to you. This can get really messy. What happens now to those that are honest communicators, like the friend with the birthday party, is they get lumped in with those that don't speak up but really want things. And when this happens over and over, the people that keep getting boundaries stepped on stop setting them all together and a lot of them just shut down because they clearly are not being heard or respected. If you are in a relationship or friendship like this where you stop voicing the things you want and shut down, the relationship begins to become one-sided and resentment and unhappiness start to grow. And this all started by a simple miscommunication. One person not being heard and the other person making an assumption without clarifying. An issue can arise with the game playing as well. This game can be fun for a while, but it can get old as the energetic feeling of not speaking up when your feelings change and the uncomfortable feeling of being stuck in that crappy place each and every holiday can start to cause friction that can seemingly come out of nowhere. But we all know that it doesn't. It has to start somewhere. And it almost always starts with a simple miscommunication in the past. Honest communication is so important. Having uncomfortable conversations is so important. And remembering that we are all taking in more than just basic information when we're communicating is important too. We can think that only a small amount of people are super sensitive, intuitive, but the truth is we all are. Some of us just lean into it more consciously than others. Reading body language and energy is second nature, whether we think we use it or not. Human communication takes in all the senses a lot of the time, and the way we feel about someone can change based on how they communicate with us, whether they use words or not. The whole actions speak louder than words thing, it's real because words can be manipulated and be devoid of emotion, but actions, movements, and effort change situations energetically, especially in this day and age with everything being text and type. This day and age is crazy when it comes to communication. The way we communicate is changing very rapidly and miscommunication being via text, post, or email is incredibly common. Not to mention things are getting more desensitized and attention spans are shorter. A simple like or heart on a thread or text has become sufficient somehow. And with a lot of the population yearning for more conversation and more validation than that, it can again cause people to withdraw and not communicate the way they would like to. When we think of communication skills, we can automatically assume we are talking about speaking or writing. Here we are assuming again. (laughs) We really need to stop doing that. Reason being, a big part of communication is learning to listen and listen well. Actively listen and attain presence and patience during a conversation. Listening and respecting what others have to say goes a long way, longer than you realize. There is something big happening in our society right now. A big underlying issue is people feeling like they are not being heard. This comes in the form of people wanting to speak up and activate their voice, and in the form of those that just want to have someone truly listen to them. These are one and the same, but they come from different places. But in my opinion, both forms can be addressed with mature, civil, and compassionate communication. Real communication with all the senses being used 
speaking, and listening. Communication is also interesting because it evolves as we do and grows as we grow. So things we used to say and the way we spoke years ago will most likely be much different now and even years from now. People with different learning styles and energy types communicate in different ways and will resonate with people who communicate like them or compliment them in some way. Communication is amazing when you think about it. We are such intelligent, sentient beings who can communicate in so many different ways. Yet we can cast out those that we don't think are the same as us. When we should be learning to engage in a wide variety of ways if possible. At least learn to be open to it. I wish this was something we were taught young. So we could begin to learn to understand others that are different from us. Learn to have civil conversations that bring us closer together rather than push us apart because it's communication that can truly bring us together. That's the problem right now. This miscommunication in our overly connected world is understandably driving us apart. With the intense need to speak, we are speaking without listening and canceling those without fully hearing them out or giving them a chance to redeem a mistake they made, usually when it came to a way they communicated in their past that can possibly have changed. Something we all know changes over time, right? The way we communicate. And so we need to give people the chance to, you know, let us know if (laughs) the way they thought in the past has changed now in the future. And these people aren't being fully heard along with others that shut down if their feelings are never validated. These issues all boil down to poor communication. So many times, if you go back and sit with someone you had an issue with and had a civil conversation, the issue more than likely could be resolved. And if not resolved, at least get to a point where each person could get their voice truly heard so there can be closure and an agreement to civilly disagree. Communication for closure is such a powerful tool, even if the relationship or friendship doesn't stay intact. It gets people out of their heads and relieves a lot of bottled emotion. Communication can make or break so many relationships. This can be with business, family, friends, even acquaintances and online connections. Communication is the umbrella with so many tools underneath it. Understanding and being mindful of these tools can create a great shift in how we navigate our relationships in our life. Communicating well becomes a powerful force in human nature. Thank you for choosing the Mindful Guidance Podcast. I hope this episode got you thinking about how important communication is and how it involves so much more than just the words we say in text. Working on our listening skills and allowing people to speak without being so quick to judge them or cancel them is highly important these days. We live in a world that is currently on communication overdrive, but losing touch with the way humans truly need to connect and communicate. Becoming aware of our own communication styles and maturities is the first step to learning to communicate civilly. The second is learning how others communicate and learn to connect with them instead of cancel them. Remembering that communication can shift due to emotional waves and personal conditions can benefit us when we are taking things personal when we shouldn't.
People project when they are going through personal things and working to empathize with them instead of battle them can be a game changer in how we handle people close to us in our lives and how we feel about ourselves day after day. Projection is poor communication and that can and will hurt people if taken the wrong way. So it is important to recognize when it's happening. Communication is crucial. It can mold us, move us, and motivate us. If communication is something you think you need to work on, a mindfulness practice is a great place to start. Choosing to work on mindfulness in everyday life is a big step to a more positive mindset, to relieving unnecessary stress, and to living a more balanced life. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to follow and rate the show. There are also links in the description to check out my website where you can learn more about me as a coach and sign up for my courses, workout and habit changing programs, and even book a coaching session. You can also check out and follow my personal training and mindset coaching Instagram for daily inspiration and to see what else I have to offer. Social media is a great place to connect and I do love connecting to those that reach out for guidance. If you wanna chat more about this topic, please feel free to reach out on any of my platforms. I would love to have an open discussion about how this resonates with you. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful, mindful day. Until next time.